Good afternoon, Sam. Afternoon. Afternoon, Terry. Afternoon, jo Johnny. Afternoon, Al. Afternoon, recovery people everywhere. A bit late this morning, but we've been busy at the Green Garden Festival. We're not, not that busy, actually. But, uh, so we've got a couple of readings today. First from Opening Doors Within, Island Caddy. <clears throat> August the 1st. Get into tune with me and the peace and stillness. How can you expect to hear my still small voice when you're in turmoil within and are too busy to take time to be still and listen? As you learn to be still, you will be able to do it no matter what you are doing and no matter where you are. You will be able to pull your cloak of peace and stillness around you and find that centre of peace which nothing can disturb. There you will find me in the very midst of you. You will find your realisation of oneness with me the source of all creation. In this state of peace and oneness you will be in full command of every situation and you will know exactly what to do and how to do it. It is something all individuals can do when they want to. It is not reserved just for the few. Why not be still now and be at perfect peace? Very nice. Thank you all. You're welcome. It's mm. just like your, your meditation, isn't it? It's just when you're quiet, you can you can hear that inner voice. You can have some guidance occasionally, I think. Mm. Listen to, to your conscience. Yes. Well, that's the, the, you know, you've got to be still to connect with higher power and maybe hear God's will for you, you know, which for me is my conscience. You know, and that, I couldn't connect with my conscience when I'm drinking or using. I, I, I might hear it, but I would ignore it. So I have to make time to to listen. And I think learn to trust it. You know, when it's when you hear your voice, and you know, you think, oh, listen to it. I like that bit at the beginning where we're too busy and um, too busy to take time to be still. To take time. Yeah. So I've been very busy lately, and um, but I do take time. I'm aware of that, and uh, and I do take time to stop and connect and give a little prayer of um, step step three prayer basically. Take my will and let. And let my actions and my will be your will, Lord. And <clears throat> guide me, give me the guidance. And I find that uh, is very, very much where I want to sort of place myself in, in every day or in my life and turn it my will over. And like I said later, I find that um, very often I go, well, I don't know what to do. I think I'll just do nothing and sleep on it. And very often the next day in the morning, mm. I get that voice, you, you, may, you know, I get that, oh, right, that's the that's answer. It. It's like it's come to me, the voice, is, you know, the voice or the, or the wisdom has given that time, even if it's nighttime sleep, to just mm. give a bit of time not to act out as we always used to, as I was used to, oh, I'm going to do that and rush off again and uh, rush off. First thing that comes roaring into my head is actually 
step back. Mm. Just well, I time. used to think, um, you know, that, that sleep on it, is, it's a truism, you know. I, I, I would talk to clients and then I would say, don't make a decision now, go away and sleep on it and, and decide in the morning. And, uh, you know, on the basis that, that, you know, for me it was like, let your subconscious process it. Mm. But, you know, having been in recovery, I'm now, I don't know if it's my subconscious or if it's, you know, God, higher power, whatever you want to call it, you know, I don't know. Subconscious is just a, it's a, a construct by psychologists to try and explain something, you know, and so is the idea of God, you know, it's a, it's an idea to try and explain something that you kind of, you hope is there, you know, or you feel is there, but you don't, you know, these words are just ways of explaining, and I sometimes think to myself, subconscious and, you know, inner power, it's kind of, the, it's, what, it's the same thing, I'm just trying to explain it, and, you know, my conscience, um, if I follow my conscience, I'm, I'm following God's will for me, that's why I think it's the same thing, you know. And you know, if, if if synchronicities happen, then you know coincidences that are so profoundly meaningful, then that's evidence that I'm on the right path. Yeah. And that's how I operate. I think Bill Thanks Wilson so. he um, he did write an amendment because I think he first of all said you have to listen to the guidance, which is you know your conscience and and I think a few in the early days I think there was a few women that that got into trouble because they they were a bit not very well and they really believed that it was God talking to them and they sort of were a bit crazy so I think you have, you have to be quite careful because I, I I heard a girl the other day say God told me to drink wine it was a good idea. <laughs> So, you know, you, ha you have to sort of... Well, there's a difference between your conscience and ideas. You know, so you can have ideas all the time, but they're not always good ones. Because, you know, the conscience is that sense of right and wrong, you know. When I'm drinking and using, you know, my bad side comes out and uh, I'll ignore what my conscience is saying to me, you know, quite easily, whereas now I can't do that. If, it's, and if, it, if, if I act in contravention to what my conscience is telling me, I get anxiety. And also I lose connection, I'm not practicing step three. And then you can go back to the principles, can't you? If it goes against the principles then yeah. in the steps, then it's, it's not a good idea. You've got to remember that everything starts with an idea. Everything. Good things or bad things, it just comes to ideas. So everything can start with an idea. Yeah. So that's okay as long as you don't make them reality. Yeah. When you spring, when when some of the are reality, they don't become. It becomes a bit of a nonsense. You know what I mean? And uh, so you know you can you might have an idea that you know uh, like we. I was discussing with a friend earlier about going to India and he had all these ideas to make money. Well, they're great ideas. I probably won't take any of them up, but they're not my ideas. I just want to go and relax in India. I don't want to go and make money in India. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. 
that's see these different of ideas. Yeah. And, uh, I think ideas are probably bad if you when when you uh, well I don't know when you uh, think they when they take on that reality part of it, you know, suddenly if you act on it, you suddenly you start acting on an idea as if it's been you know. And I and I, my idea is the same as so I have this idea, and somehow I'm convinced that you have the same idea, and you have this. Yeah, we're good. Oh, I phoned you earlier, but no, somebody's just rang me when we were recorded. Oh. Anyway, um, so we do, well, we do two readings. Um, the nice. second one's from 24 hours a day, which kind of focuses back on um, alcoholism. Um, 1st of August, 8th of the day. The Alcoholics Anonymous program is borrowed from medicine, psychiatry and religion. It's taken from these what it wanted and combined them into the program which it considers best suited to the alcoholic mind and which will best help the alcoholic to recover. The results have been very satisfactory. We do not try to improve on the AA program. Its value has been proved by the success it has had in helping thousands of alcoholics to recover. It has everything we alcoholics need to arrest our illness. Do I try to follow the AA program just as it is? Meditation for the day. You should strive for a union between your purposes in life and the purposes of the divine principle directing the universe. There is no bond of union on earth to compare with the union between a human soul and God. Overseas. <laughs> Apparently <laughs> not. Um, there's no bond of union on earth to compare with the union between a human soul and God. Priceless beyond all, all earth's rewards is that union. Emerging your heart and mind with the heart and mind of the higher power. A oneness of purpose results, which only those who experience it can even dimly realise. That oneness of purpose puts you in harmony with God and with all others who are trying to do his will. Prayer for the day. I pray that I may become attuned to the will of God. I pray that I may be in harmony with the music of the spheres. <coughs> there you are. Well, I came to believe through quite a dramatic uh, series of events and um, car crashes and that survived it and realised that I, I couldn't possibly be meant to still be alive and be pissed all the time so um, there, there was uh, you know I was saved there must be a, a loving caring higher power a loving caring God in my life <clears throat> and I believe that directed me to um, change my life and, and uh, I moved house. Uh, as you know, you guys, I moved to Gloucester and it's fantastic. And it's something I could not have engineered in my own, under my own will. But I have absolutely no doubt that um, I was guided in that way, along that path. And, and that move was the first move in the story that unfolds today, that continues to unfold my life story in recovery 
sobriety that continues to unfold today. <coughs> um, so you you feel you've got a oneness of purpose. Yeah. With your higher power. Yeah. I believe I've been put there. I've been given you know a mission or or I've been guided, and I've been given that situation which I live in as my sort of foundation place to do God's will, to do God's work. And I don't exactly particularly know exactly what that is, but then it doesn't it doesn't matter that I don't know because it's God's will. So, um, but I have an inkling. It's it's essentially to do with. You know the recovery process and carrying the message to the alcoholic and the addict that still suffers, and I find myself doing things like uh, you know wandering around this festival, hello, meeting people, and it's happened twice actually in the last few hours, where somebody I barely know has started telling me their kind of bit of angsty story, mm. and I've been you know, on a light chat with them and I'm about to move on and I've suddenly clocked they, they've actually got something to say and they need to say and need someone to listen so I've sort of sat down and let them instead of rushing off to my next busy thing I've taken that moment to sort of oh actually I'm needed here by the, and you know for five minutes ten minutes while they what do you call it your con conduit I'm the conduit yes I like that. so you know, all my busyness gets people saying, well done, well, Johnny, you know, it's great and everything, but it's not to do with me, I'm mm. just merely the conduit, and uh, and I'm certainly not alone in any of what's been unfolding in recent times. So I heard someone say that once, you know, about sponsorship, that, you know, when you do step five with a sponsee, you're the conduit to God, you're not there to pass judgment, mm. you know, you're mm. just there to listen, mm. And it's just a way for the sponsee to, you know, connect with, uh, with God mm. and um, mm. with another person, you know, and it doesn't involve passing judgment or saying anything that, you know, profound, you know, that's going to cure them. Mm. You're just the conduit, mm. you know, and mm. I, I think that's quite helpful. Certainly from my point of view, if I'm sponsoring somebody, mm. Because I've done it before and felt a bit of pressure. Yeah, to be great. To say something really helpful, you know what I mean? And it's, uh, you know, I'm, fuck, what the, what the fuck do I know, you know? Fuck all. But anyway. I but think like, that, I, that's the, it was step three, a lot of that, wasn't it? That reading, you know, that, and the oneness. And, you know, for me, it's just, I couldn't do it on my own. Tried to stop drinking on my own, couldn't do it. There's a program. Right, find out what your problem is, I'm a, and it's admitting it, isn't it? Once you actually realise you're an alcoholic, it's the, the game's up, isn't it? You know, just don't fight it anymore. Just give in. And then once you're at that stage, for me, it got easier. All those years of trying to control it and nervous about going out, when am I going to get pissed? And I didn't understand when I would. It's like Russian roulette. And then suddenly there was the solution. Go to Alex, Alcoholics Alcoholics, I can't say it, AA, and just follow the simple program. Mm. And it worked. It was amazing. Mm. It just worked. So I just had to give up on what I thought was Because right. you get step one. It was because of step one. Mm. I had to get that. Because mm. I tried before to give up and done it on my own will. Six months later, guess what? Drinking again. Freedom. 
I like what it says here, borrowed from medicine, psychiatry and religion. Because that's like doctor's opinion. That was Carl Jung stepped to and then the the rest the, you know the Oxford program the, the tenant is it Oxford Oxford, Oxford group. group yeah but it's like people get a bit hung up in the religion mm. side of it well we had that conversation a bit this morning didn't yeah. we because people you know a lot of people don't like religion you know but it's like it puts them off twelve steps when really God you know it's there's no real kind of acknowledgement that there's a medical input and a psychiatric input, you know, it's, which is scientific, you know, so it's kind of a hybrid of science and religion, you know, and like you were saying earlier, Terry, you know, it's a spiritual solution for spiritual Sick malady. malady. Yeah. Well, it says that early in the book, doesn't it? Yeah. Being a spiritual priceless beyond all earth's, all earth's rewards well, it says in chapter 4 we agnostics it's at the turn of the first page that's I can't actually say it word by word but it says we've done we've done talking about alcoholism and we're now trying to talk about God and mm. the rest of the book is about finding the spiritual answer to your condition mm. the 12 steps are uh, that you know, uh, or two. So uh, all steps are important, but basically, it's, a, it's uh, having had a spiritual awakening, awakening as a result of these steps, not as a result of one step or two steps, but all steps. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. People say that step one's the most important. Well, that's not true. All the steps are most important. It's a program of recovery. It's not a program of relapse, it's a program of recovery. Some people say, you hear them talking about what if they didn't do a certain step, well they didn't do any of the steps. So I understand. Depending what I, I consider what I've seen in 32 years, I'm 32 years of recovery, so. Whoa. Uh, so it's like only what I've seen in that, in that time. So. The people who stick with it and go go to meetings and uh, and, and stick with it are the ones who uh, you know do service, turn up regularly. You know, are the ones that you see. What you know, if you keep seeing pe the same people keep coming back, you know they're the ones. You know, they've got a chance. The newcomers are the ones. If you just see them periodically and they come out with all sorts of excuses, mm. they're just excuses. And, mm. you know, and Bill W. and Dr. Bob worked out that they might as well work with other people who, did, who wanted it rather than working with mm. So, uh, in my opinion, it's uh, mm. a lot. You've got to want it. You've got to want it. Mm. Bill, I remember a guy called Eileen Bald Arthur. Yeah, <laughs> well, he did his first chair. He was in a mental institution, uh, and this uh, is in the fifties. He did. He made an ironing board that day, and that's what his first chair was on. He was so nuts, and you know, he, he died with fifty years or so of sobriety. You know, so. yeah. and uh, he used to be around. But he, he would always say. It's here if you want it, yeah. uh, but you gotta want it. Uh, yeah. A thousand meetings, I give it here.
thousand meters won't give you. You've got plenty who need it. Yeah. More than they want it. Yeah. You always find people who need it. Mm. You just have to walk down the common old high street and they're there sitting there. And they won't speak. If you go up to them, they'll say they haven't got a drinking problem with it. Cans of beer hanging out of their pockets and absolutely mm. wrecked. But, uh, People who turn up regularly at meetings are the ones who want it. And, uh, that's, I mean, that's why we do step living, you know, because it's it's daily. Yeah. You have to do, do you know, work your program every day. Mm. And I, I mean, I want to do that, you know, because it may have a better day. But I, I don't work a program every day. I work. I, I live a spiritual answer every day in my life. Is, I, I feel spiritual even when I'm having rows with people, uh, you know, because, you know, I can't be only in there. I do have rows with people, even though it's a spiritual time, especially when I win. I <laughs> 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 don't like it so much when I lose. It wasn't so spiritual then, but... Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, you know, but, you know I love... I've always considered that I live a spiritual life. It might not be your spirituality. It's going back to having the idea. You might have an idea what my spirituality should be, you know. Yeah. But, you know. What do you mean by spiritual? What do I mean by spiritual? Yeah, well, that's a good question. <laughs> yeah. Put you on the spot. You don't need to answer that. Well, no, it's, it's, it's having that, just that. For me, a blind belief that there is a different, there is something else going on here. Mm. It's not necessary. I don't know if I believe of one, you know, that that image that you have of the grey man, the grey-haired, bearded man oh. sitting in a throne somewhere conducting life. But you can't see it being that. Mm. I just think it has to be more than what we got mm. and what we see and, uh, and uh, you know it's got to be more than the sun coming out every morning you know because one day it won't you know one day it won't and uh, just got to be more something about the universe is you know mm. it's more than it's greater than the universe it's greater than everything it's just spirit and it's beyond all that beyond, you know, people think look that God is up in the heavens somewhere as if but, mm. but the universe is as material as the clock up there. Mm. You know, it's it's still in the same domain if that's the right way. My spirituality is beyond the universe. It's something else. Something else. Life is about the universe. What makes what was it that was it in Eileen's book that she says what did she say she said it's beyond the realms of I can't remember and he said oh I love that phrase um I can't remember what today's reading no it's I can't remember she said it's it's beyond like a bit like you were saying it's beyond something in time it's it's beyond time, it's, it's, it's beyond time it's yeah. it's not a force that you can it's timeless and it's yeah. well time is an abstract concept 
But that's another a whole series of podcasts where we start getting into that. Oh, that's good. So thanks for that Terry, thanks Johnny. Thanks Sam. Thanks Teaso, well behaved again. Leave it there. Have a good day everyone. We're getting